G'day and welcome to the shed. Another episode and another round of footy. COVID won't stop us. G'day, Jeff. How hey, are you? How are you, Paul? It's good to be here. And no, COVID hasn't slowed us down. It slowed down my ability to get my beard shaved because <laughs> you got to wear a mask, you know. Yes. In, inside. Yeah. So it's not just uh, the Snow River bears yeah. slowing me down at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're yeah. here. Yeah, and this, we are in the shed. We do have the shed door open if you're wondering what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so there's fresh air blowing in. It's not Paul Vaughan's shed. No. No, we no, definitely and, um, want to deny that. Yeah, there's a fold-up bed there. Is that Jack? Yeah, I don't, don't know what he's yeah. doing down there. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they could be looking for a couple of local footy clubs, some of these St George players. Yeah, they could be yeah. looking for some young players to come up and fill the breach as well, maybe yeah. down the down the groups down south. Yeah, yeah. So um, did you get out anywhere on the weekend, mate? Or? I stayed close to home and I watched a fair bit of stuff on Bar TV, um, being... Careful of the uh, social distancing, all that kind of stuff. I thought, oh, yeah. I think I'll just social distance at home and watch it all on Bar TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, Saturday I was at Harker. Um, Wes had a good win over Curry. Um, we'll check out those highlights very soon. But um, still plenty of footy. Uh, Northern Rivers, they got underway. Um, still looking at another weekend before Illawarra and Group 7 get back. So, yeah. um Who knows what will happen in the next 24 hours. True. Uh, Gladys might, you know push it back for another week so yeah it could be uh, I think from what I understand um, crossed. yeah those those anything that's reopening it's like metro clubs as well there's going to be an eight day period between the reopen and the restarting the comps which sounds like it'll probably alleviate all those concerns about training you would think yeah. you think eight days prep you would hope that these a lot of the players are doing something at home I mean doing something more than I am at home to keep themselves fighting fit and ready to play <laughs> it can only hope. Well, yeah, fingers crossed for those uh, competitions down there and just everyone in general that um, mm. we can get back to normal soon. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, let's get into some highlights. We'll go to Newcastle. It was round 13. It was only the two games. Uh, a few games being given a, a COVID draw because of uh, what happened. Um, it uh, was it uh, Lakes and Cessnock, uh, Wong. Uh, I can't remember who they were supposed to play, but there was three games. So we only got two. Here's the uh, the first one. Uh, it was the uh, the match of the round, or the feature match, I should say, between the Western Suburbs Rosellas and the Curry Curry Bulldogs. Good to see that man back in the uh, Rosellas. Uh, Ryan Walker, yeah, player nice, of the year. A few nice years ago. scrum play as well. It's good that scrum players starting to appear all over the the different groups. A couple of doubles in this game. Uh, Liam Wilkinson, the back row, and Patrick Church, who was also the man of the match, picked up a double. Um, and the centre, Heath Gibbs, also had a really good game. You can see here he's uh, cutting the pieces. But um, the form the form reversal of the Western Suburbs, Rosellas, is just quite phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we I don't know whether it was anything we had to do with it because we were <laughs> ruling him out earlier on. But he's South and, um, South and Maitland looking really, really close, tight-fought game uh, for much of, the, much of the game, this game. Yeah, uh, uh, Thomas Kant scoring his first try in first grade. And he, you probably noticed the clock there. Ten minutes ago, um, Souths was still in front. And mm. three quick tries for the Pickers. Um, yeah, unfortunately for Souths, but well done to the Pickers. They keep marching on. That's right. Yeah. And there's a, the good uh, options there when it comes to uh, social distancing. There are people watching from their cars at, um, was it Curry? Or, and, and, you know, that's at probably Harker, very... Yeah. Re- at Harker, oh, yeah. sorry. It's a very, very uh, appropriate <laughs> way of doing it. We should <laughs> maybe keep these grounds open and just say you've got to stay in your car. Yeah, it's, uh, thinking of the, the old, you know, you sit in your car and watch it, what I'd, I'd love to see, it's a bit of a challenge for the viewers if you do go to the local footy, sit in your car, love the old tooting of the horn yes. when a try scored. Yes, 
And even just the odd one where you bump it as you, and everyone goes, oh, mate, <laughs> yeah. can you quit it? <laughs> yeah, so, like, if you're at a local game, you're in the car, give us a toot in the horn, that'll be uh, the bar TV. Yeah. I don't know, we'll, we'll, make, we'll get a sponsor. We do a Mexican wave of toots, maybe. Yes. We could try to arrange that, because yes. that's asking too much, I don't know. The funny thing is, we, um, we had a bit of a problem down in Canberra where... Uh, Car alarm or something went off at the ground, and our, our scorer thought it was the halftime siren, and he laughed off. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it came back fire, but uh, well, that's that's. The if you want a it? short game day, yeah. you just have your yeah. car. Yeah. Bam, okay, done. All right, we'll go to Canberra. It was uh, round ten down there at the uh, nation's capital, and some really good close games down there. Let's have a look at these now. And it was the Belconnen Sharks hosting uh, the Canberra, else oh, the Queensland Blues, mm. and uh, this was pretty close all the way, and. Um, the Blues scored a couple of late tries to get, you know, 12 in front. He was the one that really broke the back for the Sharks. They did score another one, but uh, it was too late. Then the match of the round, the feature match, was uh, the Kangaroos, the Queanbeyan Kangaroos, hosting the Tuggeranong Bush Rangers. And the Bush Rangers hung in there for a while, but then the Roos uh, kept going. And uh, you'll see a former NRL player here, uh, Reese Robinson. There he is in number 15 in the foreground. He'll be on the end of this to score a good try. He's probably still yeah. hoping that he can get in that Lebanon side. For oh, the yeah. Cup. Surely he's a shoo-in for the Lebanon team. You'd think he's still got some quality. Yeah, so another good result for the Roos. Then West Belconnen hosted Goulburn City, and this was probably the upset of the round. I thought uh, the Bulldogs would have won this, but uh, well done to the Warriors. Got off to, I think it was a 20-point, uh, a 20-0 lead. Yeah, here it is. This is probably contender for try of the year. Uh, if you're listening... Uh, Listening via a podcast or whatever, uh, go to Bar TV Sports, check out the highlights of uh, West Belconnen v Goulburn City. Um, just a really entertaining, keeping the ball alive, a couple of kicks, and uh, finishing off well done to the West Belconnen Warriors. Yeah, it looked easy in the end when they put the ball down. You know, yes. like <laughs> a lot of space. That result, too, it pushed Goulburn City out of the top four. Um, yeah, so amazing times. And uh, Gun Garland Bulls, they uh, travelled to Phillip Oval to take on the Woden Valley. Um, Rams and uh, the Gungarland Bulls um, had a good, strong win. And uh, 46 to 18 it was. Um, eight tries to the Bulls, and he was probably one of the best ones here. Uh, a couple of flick pass. It was good to oh, see the 44 jersey yeah. in local footy again. Maybe it'll be retired after this. Could well do. Could well be. Yeah, so uh, I forgot to read out those results there uh, earlier for the other games. Um, Queanbeyan Blues won 30-24 to over Belconnen United. Uh, the Kangaroos defeated Tuggeranong 20-14. to And uh, West Belconnen 20-10 uh, over Goulburn City. And that one that we just saw, 46-18, to Gungarland over Woden Valley. Oh. And um, we'll go to the Northern Rivers. And look at those pictures, Jeff. Yeah. Doesn't look as uh, balmy as it normally does up that way. <laughs> it's hard to pick whether it's hot or cold. Oh, it, it looks like the north of England. It looks like a, an old Wakefield v Hull FC game. Yeah. So, uh, good on uh, Northern United here. Um, they hadn't won too many. and has picked up their second win in this game with a 44-14 to win over Kyogle. Um, yeah, still very foggy there towards the end, so well done uh, there to the Northern United side. And here... Um, Morris Brothers, they hosted Mullumbimby, and um, last week Mullumbimby won 54 to nil. This week they get flogged 60 to nil. So wow. um, I'm not sure if they got two teams and they just <laughs> rotate or what. But Is this step. Yeah. There's there's some great NADOC week celebratory jerseys there too. You can see if you're watching. Yes, yes. Um, 
Casino here. They got the win at home, 26-16. Poor old Lower Clarence. They're now 1-7 uh, and seven for the year. Mm. But um, Casino is another hot and cold team. Um, yeah, so uh, good win for Casino at home. And then Ballina hosted Evans Head. You can see Luke Douglas, the former NRL player, setting up tries. Mm. Um, and this one was this one was really close. Uh, mm. Ballina scored a couple of late tries to uh, get away with it in the end. Uh, 34 to 20, the final score of the Seagulls over the Bombers. Then the feature match was uh, Byron Bay. They travelled to Balamble. Uh, another good crowd there at Balamble. Mm. And uh, but the Red Devils, they got the points. This fella on your screen, uh, he got a hat trick. Bumped off eight players here to, yeah. to score this one. A lot of pace. He's, a big, he's from the, he's the, the Clive Palmer mould of winger. <laughs> but you can see it gets the job done. Three tries. Yeah, so the Byron Bay uh, Red Devils won that one 27-18. So uh, well done to Todd Carney's boys. Uh, the other results, uh, Casino 26-16 to over Lower Clarence. Morris Brothers 60-0 over Mullumbimby. Um, and Northern United, 44-14 over Kyogle. The game between Tweed Coast and Mwollumbar, that was, uh, well, it's been postponed due to council closing the ground. So there was no COVID problems there or whatever. They just had a bit of water damage up there at, uh, up there at Tweed Coast. So the ground, they couldn't get on and play, which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's interesting because I thought of all the ones there, that might be one called off due to COVID restrictions because it's quite on the border of Queensland. There might have been some sort of rule that we've missed out on. But, um, yeah, they'll catch up with it, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Well, uh, there's all your highlights there. Um, yeah, we'll uh, may as well move into around the groups. Hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a bit of stuff. There's a bit of stuff going around. Um, usual anniversaries and fifty uh, 50th anniversary of the West Falls and Magpies is coming yes. out. Yes. Yeah. So I think again, we often say check their Facebook page because there's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff is usually provided on their home Facebook pages. There you go. There. Look at that. That's from the 49th year. It's the same the thing on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so it'll, I think, you know, it's one of those small-er clubs that you see around, so hopefully they get a nice kind of turnout and a bit of a celebration at the end of the season, I think, in September. It's uh, interesting you say 50th uh, anniversary because there were West Walls End teams in the uh, early 1900s. I talk about um, mm. 1910, 11, or maybe 1912 might have been mm. the first okay. uh, playing in the... Because they had uh, third and fourth division, so yeah, okay. Um, it'd be interesting to see how far they go back. Obviously, fifty years of this incarnation. Yeah, yeah. So you often hear that with celebrations, they're celebrating rugby league in that town for a period. Yeah, and other times they're celebrating that club's anniversary. Yeah. So this is more the club one. But you're right, uh, and West Wall's end's got a, well noted for having a lot of quality sport and and early adopters but you know their soccer team out there was one of the first in, yeah, the, in, the, Bills, in, the, yeah. in the state I think well they're the actually they're celebrating 100 years too I believe the yeah. Blue Bills yeah like. okay so yeah. it's sort of one of those um, small outer suburbs of Newcastle for those that don't know yep. the area uh, that's done pride itself in always having um, sporting representation right um we might cover it, or we may not, but Dubbo Sims defeated Parks on the weekend. There were two tries in the final minute. Wow. By one player, Corey Drew. So it sounds like it was a <laughs> hell of a finish. Um, you've got to feel sorry for Parks. I think it was a score and then it was 20 points to 16. So it yeah. wasn't like it was a high-scoring game either. Yeah. There were two tries, 20 to 16. I think they were down 16-10 with a minute to go. Got over. And then I think Parks were just absolutely gassed and, and sort of let, let them slip again. Yeah, so, good on. Yeah, now, uh, the Western Conference Premiership Championship Division, what do you call it? We're getting more information. It's trickling through. Yep. We will know more 
probably in a week or two, so I'm sure people are waiting with bated breath. But their draw will be released uh, 17th of July. We're finding out... Okay, so it's we're a month behind schedule. Yep. I thought things were tracking okay, but things yeah, were I meant mean, to be done by yeah. mid-June. Yep, okay. Um, the issues still at hand are whether there's going to be a points cap for players, because at the moment... Um, group 11 doesn't have a points cap. Group 10 does have a points cap. Okay. So they're going to... I think as they've decided to do this, they've probably... Some things have pricked up during that consultation. They've gone, right, this is something we hadn't thought of. This might have been one of those things. They yeah. hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Okay, what are we, how are we going to manage that? I would say it's not a big one. I'd say it'll just be, I guess, education and letting the Group 11 teams know how it works, how it operates, and how they're going to fit current players in, maybe. So that may not... Be a big stir. Could be though, because there could be some Group Eleven clubs that say, "Look, we're way over our players cap this year, yeah. next year," and we didn't even know we had it. There was a players cap, yeah. so they might offer or or provide some dispensation and some some sort of leeway, some wriggle room for the first year or so. A few. There's a real push to have for it to be a two year fixed kind of set draw, okay. too, yeah. which maybe those championship clubs are looking at um, developing over those two years, or the premiership clubs. The upper level clubs want to a bit of stability for those first. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad idea. So I mean, you know, kick off that first year, uh, you know, round one, St Pat's v mm. Bathurst Panthers. Yeah, you know, not, we always know that's the round one clash. Yeah, yeah. Might be able to mix it up, but so yeah, it's not a bad idea. Having yeah, sort of set fixtures. Yeah, and, and I think also set structure. I think what they're worried about is like one team, a team that goes into that first division may not want to be moved down and relegated in that first year. Yeah. Yep. Which I think is reasonable. Yep. I think the lower championship division clubs probably don't want to necessarily rise up in the, after a year anyway. Well, it's a bit like the old um, championship Super League model that uh, there'd be clubs that may be able to gain promotion, but they mm. may have to have a few um, criteria set that, well, to get back up, you've yeah. got to tick these boxes off. Yeah. yeah. Or they have the million-dollar game, <laughs> bottom v top. Yeah, the... Thousand dollar game. I yeah, don't know what you yeah. call it, but um, lift go v Ningen and we have it at Broken Hill. Be yeah, perfect. Yeah, and we get Clive Palmer to bankroll a million dollars. <laughs> yes. Actually, make it a million dollar game would be awesome. But I think I think I don't think it's going to be a problem either because I think most clubs who have nominated where they want to be this year. Okay. Yeah. I don't know whether I haven't heard on the grapevine anyone saying oh, I wanted to be a Premiership club and they've dumped us in Championship division. I'd say everyone's nominated where they want to be. Surely, no one's going to, after a year, say, hey, I want to be promoted. I won the comp. Well, you, you listen to players and they just want to play footy. Mm. Um, you know, there's a few mercenaries out there that will want to go and chase the, the yeah. cash, which is yeah. which is fine. I, I actually do like the um, the player point system. It, it, the only thing, um, and I'm sure New South Wales Rugby League's onto this, is that um, it's a bit sort of different areas... They might just have to adjust yeah. the structure. So, um, yeah. you know, juniors obviously are worth zero if if a, if a good club's good at developing them. But, um, yeah. yeah, others that, you know, if, if a NRL, former NRL player does go to the bush, it's like, how much is he worth and you know, yeah. all that stuff. And he played five minutes here and so yeah, he's yeah, technically yeah. our junior because he drove through and had a milkshake at the McDonald's or something. <laughs> you know, those all those loopholes. Good milkshakes. Yeah. But, but yeah, I can see your point. And, and I, you know, there's, there's like Justin Carney plays for Ningen, Ningen at the moment. And, 
you know, he was a gun player, but he was a very fast winger, and I'm sure yeah. his pace has been... <laughs> how do you measure that? I don't know. How you well, it's actually, you, you speak of Ningen, Jake Hawkins is out there too. He's done a bit of work with Bar TV Sports. He's yeah, okay. been everywhere. Yeah. I think that's. I think that was the last group he's got to tick off before he's played yeah. in every competition. Yeah, but, wow. Uh, and and that was Ningen, Trangy, Ningen, I think, where, where the players were nominating, I think, to play in a lower division if yeah. they wanted to. So, so you're right. It's all about... Listening to the players, listening to the administrators and just reaching out kind of middle ground. Um, Group 11 are not going to have a Player of the Year award this year, which I didn't think was a big deal, but some people seem to think it was a big deal. I don't know if you think it's a big deal. Contact us on bartvsports.com.au. Yeah, yeah, rugby league at bartv.com.au yeah. or contact at bartv sports. Just, just Google it. I, I, think, I think it is a big deal. I mean, it's, it's just one thing mm. that, I mean, how hard is it to... to vote on a, on a man of the match each week and give a 3-2-1. This is what blew me away, though. The reason behind it was it is too hard. What, what they were saying, the reason why they were saying... I'd say the the um, secretary at Group 11, Paul Loxley, was being very polite. I think he didn't want to say it. But what I think what he's saying is they've been getting match reports back and no one has actually filled out the 3-2-1. Yeah. And so that's that's the club's fault. Sorry mm. to cut yeah, you yeah, off. Yeah, no, no, no. Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's he's saying... The argument is that they don't have enough volunteers. They're so frantic and trying to keep yeah. the, the, the match day running, no one gets around to it. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, and I mean, this is, yeah, I mean, it, it all, it's just the little things that I think that, that sort of mounts up. And that, that's one thing. It's like, oh, they didn't have a play of the year point. All of a sudden, the competition then looks like a bit of a, yeah, joke, yeah, so. and they have the end of end of year. But surely the referee. I mean, I I think they used to do it in the Newcastle Hunter Comp where the referee would pick the three, two, one. Yeah. Half the time the ref would. Oh, I think he was wearing seven, eight, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. At least it's something. We're talking Group Eleven Player of the Year awards. It's not like it's going to lead to a rich bounty of you know money and fame. Yeah. But it does affect that bush player who's had a good year and says, you know yeah. what, I was. I wonder where I was, you know, I wonder yeah. this year they will wonder, geez, I wonder if I, you know, I could have got it this year, but I'll never know. But that's what they, basically, uh, Paul Loxley said, realistically, most of the clubs are struggling to put a game day together. Yeah. And, and aside from the whole player of the year stuff, it's just an interesting touchstone into where things are at at the moment. He's it's, it's basically saying they're so struggling for volunteers that they're going to they're struggling to even yeah, I mean, get that done. I mean, look, I, I totally understand. It's the same, you know, it's the same everywhere. But one question I I never hear get asked is why are you struggling now? It's not that's mm. not having a dig at um, the the clubs or whatever. But you ever sit back and think why why are we are we struggling? Is it is it the board? Maybe the board don't get on with former players. Yep. Um, yep. Which happens a lot. Some certain people have factions and oh, I'm not helping out because, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 kind of weird because, yeah, it seems like I'm sure you could you could sort of put out some volunteers there, and, you know, instead of just asking rugby league people, you know, you get yeah. someone involved. I don't know. As much as the consultation, like I was sort of not around it or anything around this um, merging of Group 10, Group 11, it actually got people all in the same room for a bunch of those towns that we talked about. We also had, you know, Cheap Schnitzel Night on the yeah. same night, you know, all that stuff we used to talk about. But it got everyone in the same room, and I think if things are at crisis point, it'd be lovely for some of these towns to say, look, we're having trouble with volunteers. Let's just call a town meeting as many people as can get in there I'm sure after those meetings people go oh look you know I could probably give up every third Saturday or something I think yeah. most volunteers are fearful 
that they end up doing everything and they become yes. the yeah. the Karen or the Deborah or the Peter yeah. of the club because everyone knows one of those guys in the club that love doing it. And there are others that do it because they're like, well, if I leave now, we have to shut the canteen. Well, actually, just thinking of that, uh, I was at Harker Oval on, on Saturday and oh. um, Wes normally don't have, well, they'll, they'll have the juniors running the canteen. Yeah. But this weekend they had uh, Seoul, um, Seoul Cafe oh, running the canteen. Yeah. So any money spent there went to Seoul Cafe, which is a local uh, charity that helped out, um, uh, what do you say, the needy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought that was very well done from Western Suburbs Rosellas to yep. get a charity on board to run the canteen. Yeah, and, and realistically, it'll, it can free up those juniors to go do something else. I mean, obviously, Seoul Cafe take the profits. It doesn't go back to the club, so the club wants to make money. But, um, yeah, I sound like a broken record. There's other ways of, of making money mm. um, in this day and age. Yeah. Um, Bar TV Sports subscription is one. Bring it um, up. But, yeah, um, and I just think canteen beer money um, through the gate, yes, it does help, but there, yeah. there are other ways. If there's going to be more magic rounds uh, yeah. and hubs and all that kind of stuff, there's going to yeah. be less opportunity for that kind of thing to and to do it. And, and I think you're right. I think um, there are a lot of junior clubs in, across the sports now I know of that are essentially leasing out the canteen facilities. Yep. And that would help. The volunteer side of things, yeah. but also bring money in. Yes. And you say, well, if you just said to someone, if someone put their hand up and said, look, I'll give you 10 grand and I'll run the canteen for the for the season. I don't know what the figures are. Yeah. But it, they have to they have to stock it. They yeah. have to manage it. Yeah. They have to staff it. You know, it's like, yeah, sure, great. <laughs> you should take, it, take that off our hands. We get a bit of money. And then suddenly all those volunteers are turning sausages and that kind of stuff can be out doing other things. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, the other, only sad, it's another volunteer reason. Okay. I don't want to yeah. start again. But the Indigenous All-Stars versus Group 11 All-Stars has been scrapped as well. Was going to be played in July, mid-July, July 17, yeah, okay. I think. And same reason. They said they just can't get enough people to get to run it, run the game day. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a shame. I mean, that, the problem is, too, a lot of these group committee people and, and the people who run the groups are also volunteers. So yeah, that's right. That's it's, right. It's just quite amazing that it's taken this long as so New South Wales have stepped in and they're going to make this new Premier Division. You just hope that they have a, not just one person employed to run it, they have a couple. Because yeah. yeah. I think they just not... Well, CRL definitely took volunteers for granted who run yeah. these competitions. I'm having a bit of a rant. Tonight. No, that's good. Bring it on. <laughs> Listeners, yeah, he's I, off. I just think that, um, yeah, they've just taken volunteers for granted for so long. That's why we're in the state we are, and people have just walked away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they kind of, in a club, I'm involved in a lot of clubs or been involved in a lot of clubs, but in a club, I think sponsors are often given a lot of time and attention and, you know, that kind of stuff. Often they end up being the volunteers yeah, as well. Yep. They're, they're, the, they're the dads and mums yeah. and volunteers, and so they're doing everything as well. But nothing, no one ever stops. It feels like the volunteers are always given a little bit of a thanks at the end of the year and that kind of thing yeah. as well. So yeah. maybe that's it as well, that you need to have a volunteer's day, one round a year, yeah. yep. volunteer's day. And, of course, someone has to volunteer during that, that yes. round. But they, <laughs> but they set up a marquee. Maybe you set up a marquee in the final round just say, look, anyone that's volunteered this year, go up there, there's a sausage sanger and, and a beer for you and that kind of stuff. There's that side of it as well people they don't do it for that reason but i think every now and then you get that kind of pat on the back you go oh yeah i'll do it next year you know that's, yeah. that's kind of nice you know and chat to each other and volunteers generally are so flat chat through the day they must get home and think that's just another day's work i've worked a six-day week yeah you know yeah. i knock off and oh, i'm exhausted incredible. so incredible. so to give them a little recognition i don't know it's worth it anything's worth a try
Yep. Yeah. That's sort of my around the groups. It's a bit of a wow. sad, ranty kind of around the groups this <laughs> yeah, week, but very, I'll find something yeah. else next week. There's this COVID as well, you know, people yeah, are dying. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I've got a few little uh, little bits here on the notice board. Um, it's the old boys' day for Chugan. They've got the uh, mm. the arch rivals, Corumban. They're taking them, taking oh, nice. on them this weekend. That is the feature match too. So um, if you are a Chugan old boy, uh, you can tune in to Bar TV Sports. But uh, yeah, try and get to the game. That should be a ripper. Yeah. Uh, Armadale's also having an old boys' day on the thirty first, thirty first of July. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted with any more details. I think it should that. be like if you can wear your jersey, original jersey, you get a free beer or something. Yeah, like, there should be some rule about yeah. that. I'd love to see a bunch of old boys actually trying to get into their old jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, I'm thinking of Clive Palmer actually. I really, <laughs> really want him to turn up to South Southport. Anyway, um, and also the Griffith Black and White. So I suppose they have a hundred year reunion this weekend, but. Um, it's been postponed now. I believe they've got a, um, a meeting Wednesday night, a committee meeting, to try and work out when that uh, reunion will be held. So, um, yeah, so a lot of it sounds like a lot of uh, organisations gone in. It was like over 360 people were, were going to that dinner. Yeah. yeah, they've had to put it on hold. So uh, hopefully uh, something can be worked out for the Griffith Black and Whites. As much as we've been hard, maybe Paul's been hard, on officials and stuff. <laughs> it's been a hell of a couple of weeks with all these COVID restrictions and especially those clubs that are on borderline, bordering, shut lockdown like Lakes United and Lithgow and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, what can you say? This mm. stuff never, there's, there's never a dull moment these last couple of seasons and um, yeah, hopefully this can be sorted and we're all back on track. But those officials, um, right down to club officials, right up to the kind of administrators and board members, you know, it's full credit to them because they've had to twist with the wind a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll guess, I guess, like you say, we find out, you'll hear this if you're listening as soon as it's released, just before we find out, I guess, maybe whether it's all going to keep happening. Yeah. We'll, more, we'll, more lockdowns. Who knows? Who knows? Well, that's, uh, yeah, all the little bits I've got there. Uh, I guess that's around the grips. Yeah. Around the grapes. Around, around the grapes. <laughs> around the groups. <laughs> that's a different yeah. kind of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Um, the trivia question last week was uh, what were the uh, entrance Tigers uh, known as before they became the Tigers, or what year? Uh, they changed to the Tigers in 1969. Uh, mm. They were the Seagulls before that, which um, I don't know why they changed the Seagulls. I didn't have that much information. Uh, no. Go from Seagulls to Tigers. Yeah. But, um, and I don't get, I mean... When you hear some, I, I mean, I love them all. I love all the mascots from all around yeah. the country. But you do hear, uh, I can't remember this one in Canberra. There's this, there's a few skew if ones where you go, yeah. oh, the sharks. Yes, the, the yeah. Bell Conan sharks. Yes, yeah. There aren't a lot of sharks around Bell Conan. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, there is across Lake Burley. They work yeah. in that weird building with the flag. Yeah, also, that's there's right. A few sharks there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. So <laughs> maybe that's what they're thinking of. It'd be a great mascot yeah. if they yes. had one. Someone in a suit, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like. Okay, I don't want them to change their name, but you, if they did, you'd go, oh, well, maybe they've just thought Shark is a bit silly. And, yeah. Or, and a lot of... We should, I wanted a trivia question, but I can't be bothered doing the research about how many, how many there are with um, aerobatic uh, mascots, like yeah. jets and bombers. And, you know, there's yes. so many yeah. sprinkled yeah. through rural and regional Australia. Yep. And I don't know, some have good connection, like, like um, Evans Head are pretty deep connections with the yes. RAF yep. base up there. Others, I just think, have just gone, oh, jets are cool, you know, so <laughs> that kind of thing. So it's interesting. I yes. just find it interesting that, yeah, seagulls would not be what I thought because I thought, okay, if it's something a bit absurd, they might have changed it. Yeah. 
No, so uh, yeah, Seagulls to end. Uh, congratulations to Kevin Miller. He uh, picked up the free subscription. Oh, really? Yeah, he sent yeah. it through. Yeah, so nice. he, uh, he guessed it right. So uh, maybe he's an ex-Entrance Tigers bloke, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. an ex-Seagull. Yeah, an ex-Seagull. He could be yeah. very old. Yes. <laughs> yes. you, Kevin. Brilliant. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that was last week's trivia question. Now I've just got to work out where I wrote the uh, this one's trivia question. Straight from your memory. Um, and uh, Yes, here it is. Uh, righto. There was this week's trivia question, Quizmasters trivia, is uh, there's 259 points scored in the Northern Rivers Regional Rugby League this weekend. How many tries yeah. in that 259? Now, how many games is that out of? Five. Five games. So, so that's first grade, not including, obviously, reserve grade yeah, okay. 18s. I was going to ask the easier question, how many field goals do you think there yes. were in that? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one? I don't know, three? Yeah, so 259 points scored, how many tries? Um, and uh, if you can... Get that right, well, uh, you'll pick up a free subscription. Just leave comments uh, on the Facebook page or the website or even send an email to rugbyleague at bartv.com.au. You two can be like Kevin. Yes, yes. Fantastic. Well, that's, that's, I mean, there's a mathematical element to that one. I mean, if you do, you can work it out. But, yeah, there's, there's plenty of highlights on there for people who subscribe as they could watch every game, couldn't they? Yeah, you can go back and, yeah, count them. Fantastic. All right, let's uh, see what's happening around the traps. We'll, uh, we'll go down south, we'll go down the deep south. Uh, round 10, uh, First Division Victorian Rugby League. Uh, we've got the two games there, Werribee Bears, they host the Waverley Oakley Panthers. Um, should be a good one. Uh, last week, Waverley Oakley defeated Northwest 28-26. And the Bears, they defeated Altona 26-22. So a couple of close games. Altona, they got the bye. Uh, Truganina, uh, they're leading the comp with Northwest. I think mm. they're on the same points. Yeah. In the much-talked-about Victorian second division, yes. round 10, uh, it's going to be the fifth-place Melton Broncos are taking on hosting the Sunshine Cowboys. Uh, Doverton lead the comp by seven wins and one loss. So Doverton yeah. are looking... Very Doveton, sorry, looking very comfortable. Last week, Sunshine beat the Northern Thunder Gold 34-10, and Melton went down to the Northern Thunder Blue 22-20. So yeah, it's an interesting comp, the second division in Victoria, because uh, Northern Thunder, they've got two teams in that division, yeah. and so too does the Casey Warriors. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure if, obviously, there's a bit of a... Um, uh, a step up to first division because first division do have reserve grade as well. So, yeah, um, right. And Northern Thunder, the asp more I would say the aspirational club of the group because they're the ones that are getting that new centre of excellence yes. built for them. Yeah, uh, for them and the rest of rugby league basically in Melbourne. So <laughs> you'd think um, with that kind of facility, they might be aiming high. So it is Doveton, is it? I've been saying Doverton the last Doveton, Do Doverton. Yeah. It's one of those funny. Victorian things too. They do yes. pronounce things a little differently. So I don't know. Maybe it's my non-Victorian uh, roots. So I'm pronouncing it wrong. Who knows? Uh, send us an email. Rugby league at bartv.com.au <laughs> if you know the answer. Uh, West Australia. Uh, it's round 10 over there. Um, and this weekend there's two games. Joondoolup Giants take on South Perth Lions. And the Rockingham Sharks. They host North Beach Sea Eagles. Uh, North Beach and South there are on top of the ladder after, after round the eight because um, I was doing a bit of digging and couldn't find any results after yeah, round eight. So. Yeah, wow, okay. So and, yeah, it's funny how the world twists and turns with this stuff because the Murray Cup's in the round six and months ago they'd be the ones that would be not playing because yes. of all the issues around borders and stuff. They're quite happily playing. The Wodonga Wombats are hosting the Tumurumba Greens, um, second versus third, so it'll be an interesting game. While the Storm leads the comp, the Albury Storm. The last week, uh, Wombats beat Korowa 44-14. to 
and Wodonga Storm defeated Wangaratta 54 to 4. So it'll um an interesting game. Yes. Uh, group 9, round 12, Gundagai Tigers v Tumut Blues, uh, 4v1. I thought, I'm sure these two teams only played a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, they yeah. did. They played each other, well, Fortnite and Tumut won 20 to 10. So, um, yeah, they'll take on each other again. Apparently, it's been played at Laurie Daly Oval in June. So, nice. um, yeah. <laughs> Not sure why, but uh, well, is that Junior or another one of these clubs that have not played this year? Correct. Uh, they've right? got a reserve grade team. So yeah, pulled so out of first grade. Pulled yeah. out of first grade. So I mean, I mean, could be that. I think that we've noticed that. I think up around um, Wingham. Yes. Where they were playing first division or top division games at that grounds that yeah, wouldn't normally yeah. be hosting and maybe yeah. just to support that local club. Yeah, was, that, was it Lauriton or something? Like yeah, that? it was. Yeah. But I, I, you know, the idea hopefully is that the. Um, Junie Diesels get the canteen or the gate or percentage yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. and it'll help them get a little bit of money and give them a kick along yeah. in any year where they haven't played first grade. Uh, what have we got? George Took Shield. Yeah, George Took Shield, round nine. Um, again, hopefully away and just separated from this kind of horrible COVID bubble up that way, uh, down that way, sorry. The Cootamundra Bulldogs are top of the table and they're hoping they're hosting the Bungendore Tigers this week. Cooter and North are equal leaders. Last week, Bungendore won 56-10. Uh, and Cooter lost their first game of the year to Harden 24-10. So this yeah. is, talk about timing, the third-place team with a lot of good form coming into a game where they've the other, where the uh, top of the Cooter Mandra, the number one team, has lost. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that game against Harden, it might have been the Harden-Hawks 100-year anniversary. Oh, so, yeah. And those two would have had a good rivalry back in the day in Group 9. So, yeah, well, okay. Yeah, well under Harden. Yeah. Uh, Gold Coast, their second division, the DMC, uh, it's round 10. We haven't touched on this before, but then I, I was like, oh, it's still going. Parkwood Sharks take on almost Shearers. Uh, it's 3v2. Uh, Narang, they're on top of the ladder at the moment. They've got six wins, a, a draw and a loss. But um, they didn't play last week because of COVID, but um, they played a fortnight ago and Parkwood defeated Coomera Cutter 16-8. And uh, Ormo, well, they haven't played since mid-June, so wow. they'll just be itching to get on the field. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and again, Sunshine Coast last week, they did were postponed. We weren't sure, I think, last week, because the lockdown was due to end the Friday, but yeah. they sensibly said, look, it was a three-day lockdown, I think. Yeah. Was it yep. extended in the end? I don't think it was. Anyway, uh, Sunshine Coast round 16, so last week they all had all had a week off, but Maroochydora hosting Caboolture, uh this week, three versus six, and Kawana lead the comp ahead of Noosa, um, as I said, last week was postponed, but a fortnight ago, Maruchidor defeated Noosa 46-18, and Caboolture defeated Nambour 26-4. Yeah, well done. Yeah, I think, um, so Gold Coast was supposed to uh, uh, get back last weekend, and then at the 11th hour, it got um, it got pulled. So, yeah, Because yeah. I think a lot of the Gold Coast, there's a few of the Gold Coast players that uh, reside in Brisbane, so they stay for another 24 hours. Yeah. So guys couldn't travel down to, to play yeah. a game of footy. See, so it's, 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 it's on the borders where it's really getting, at least when you're yeah. in a, a hot spot, you can say, right, we can't do it. Yeah. These border ones are funny because you might have a 30 year team or your backline or something. Yeah. I don't know why your backline, maybe I think the whole Lakes United backline might live in Central Coast. Yeah, just makes probably. it hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, hopefully this mess gets sorted. Yes, yes. Well, uh, this weekend, um, you see Gold Coast Rugby League, it does return, uh, hopefully. Uh, round nine and the uh, feature matches, Tugan hosting Currumbin. Um, it should be an absolute ripper. And the other one to keep an eye on uh, be Southport v Runaway Bay. Yes, 
for very interesting reasons. Would that be? Would that be? There might be an Izzy Folau there as well. No, he's gone. He's gone to Japanese rugby. Oh, I didn't. Yes, I missed the news. <laughs> I'm so focused on Group Eleven. And yeah. uh, okay, well, forget about that. Yeah. Maybe, okay, so cut. Take two. Which no, Clive so, Palmer maybe making his his yeah. comeback that game. The the funny thing, I don't want to touch too much on on Israel because the less the better. But. Yeah. It makes you wonder if this was planned all along for him to go to Japanese <laughs> rugby. That um, Catalan had a big uh, price, and he said to say, "Mate, you want to play anywhere else? Yeah, he, here's a transfer fee. Uh, he's going back to play local park footy yeah. in South. Oh, well, yeah, no worries about that. And then bang, Japanese rugby. So it's the um, first thing I thought of when I heard that actually. So I don't think it's a bit, unreasonable. bit rough for Southport. They've um, been in the news for a bit of negative. So hopefully they can turn it around and yeah, hell yeah. put a positive on this weekend against yep. the Seagulls. Go back to just being a footy club with all this other yeah. circus gone away. Yeah. Uh, Northern Rivers yeah. Regional Rugby League Round 10. Uh, the match of the round is Kudrin versus Moorlandbar. I think we touched on yes. earlier, didn't we? It's yes. going to be a cracker of a game. But there's a sprinkling of great games there. Um, Marsh Brothers versus Palamble, maybe. Evanshead and Northern United. Evanshead are starting to waver a bit. I know they're my kind of team. I keep yeah. focusing on them. They've had a couple of sort of teams up higher up the ladder they've had to meet. Yeah, that's right. So, um, And, you know, the Byron Bay versus Tweed Coast will be an entertaining game too. Yeah, the Coogeon v Mwollombar game, as you said, that's the feature one. Also, the New South Wales Blues have got their training camp oh, up there at Coogeon. So, yeah, okay. um, yeah, it could be a few sort of Blues popping around watching a bit of local footy. Top yep. of the table clash. Like a, um, are they allowed to party afterwards in close company <laughs> with, their, with, their, with their partners? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> anyway, not saying they will, but anyway. See what happens. Yeah. Canberra Region Rugby League Round 11. And it's uh, the Yes Magpies hosting Belcon and United. That's the, uh, the feature match. Uh, a couple of other interesting ones... Um, well, they're all interesting. You're going to be close as the Blues taking on West Belcon and Warriors. That'll be a close one as well. Um, that's round 11, the Canberra. Yeah. Newcastle Rugby League, round 14. Um, the match of the rounds, Western Suburbs, would you believe, is central. You, if we said that a month or two ago, you would have thought we're mad. Yes. Ish. You know, <laughs> yeah. you think, oh, it'll be a good game, but, you know, Central will probably run away with it. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Rosellas are on the way, on the comeback. They're looking strong, and it'll be a very interesting game now. Uh, there's a few. COVID draws already announced. South versus the entrance is going to be not happening. And Wyong versus Cessnock won't be happening either, again, because of those people stuck in isolation. Yeah, and I think Maitland v Lakes United is also, oh, yeah. also a COVID draw too. So um, Only the two games, Newcastle Rugby League, uh, round 14. It's flying. It's only a month and we're in the semi-finals. I know. And that's what... Uh, so touch on the next thing. Um, these comps that have postponed, South Coast and Illawarra, how long does that happen for? Like, what, Ju- July 17th is the date. Yeah. But if things are postponed, I, from what I hear around the traps, they, they, they're more worried about sort of bumping into the Curry knockout and that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. which is, I can see the point with that because that's that's a massive festival that's really hard to rearrange and kick back kind of thing. So um, I don't know whether they'll just scrap a whole bunch of rounds. Well, I mean, for Illawarra... Um They've only got five teams, and it's pretty much yeah. three teams in the comp. So yeah. really, they could play the semi-finals now. Yeah, that's I right. Know, I know the clubs uh, wouldn't want that, but uh, on the other hand, South Coast. I mean, there's still a, a battle for probably like fourth and fifth. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and I've said know. before on here and privately, you know, this virus doesn't give a rat. So yeah. I mean, we can bitch and moan about South Coast. 
some some in the South Coast might complain that they won't get all their rounds in and stuff like that, but yep. that's just what's going to happen. You know, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, what else can you do? You can't invent more weeks of the year and you can't just make this thing go away. So it might just be that they might finish up with two more rounds straight in the semis and it's a bit of bad luck for some of those teams in the yeah. on the fringes. Oh, I think of Clammer and a few others that are on the fringes of the finals. And like, geez, it would suck, but what can you do? Yeah, that's it. Yep. Um, well... That's it for this weekend, uh, games. Uh, as I say, uh, if you're not a subscriber, uh, go to bartvsports.com.au, nineteen ninety five a month, or I think it's uh, five ninety five a week. You can watch not just your local uh, competition, you can watch all the sport that we cover on Bar TV. So um, yeah, and it helps out local footy. So um, get aboard. And, and if you're in isolation or you're stuck at home, or I think if there's a fair few people who's somewhere in between where they don't feel comfortable going out too much. Great thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> plenty, plenty of sport to watch this weekend. You don't need to worry about that. Just got my uh, assistant down here, Dylan. Just uh, he's, our, he's getting hungry. So it's our produ- producer, Dylan. <laughs> producer Dylan is fed with uh, dog food and lovely mints. <laughs> <laughs> Aldi mints. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it for the shed this week. Um, as you say, if you uh, can't get to a game, you can watch all the action on Bar TV Sports. So um, hopefully we'll, we'll see you there. Yeah, beauty. Have a good one.